Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Can I share some good news with you today? First, it is September. It's a new month. <laughs> now, I know it's just another day in 2020, but I am hoping that this month is not full of all of the tough difficult, tragic news that virtually every other month of this year has been full of. I want to start this month off with some good news. Last night in California, a bill that we were fighting for at the Grassroots Law Project, the Racial Justice Act, passed through uh, both uh, the State Assembly and State Senate. It will now be on the desk of the governor. I want to unpack and explain what the bill is how it got to this point and how you can duplicate this in your city, in your county, and in your state so we can keep fighting for change. Some good news today. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Okay, so this is going to be a good news episode of The Breakdown. And I previously committed to doing at least one good news episode per week, <laughs> which I struggle with because there's not always a ton of good news to go around. And uh, I was already about to tell you some bad news about this good news episode. <laughs> um Last night in California, yesterday was the final day of the legislative session. I won't take all episode to explain what that means, but in in our 50 states, each state has a state legislature, and they operate according to a calendar that doesn't necessarily go from January through December. The legislative calendar normally goes from um, July to July or August to August or September to September. And, and they have breaks in between. And, and because of quarantine, legislative calendars have just been turned upside down, are really out of whack. And so yesterday was the final day of this legislative calendar year for the California state legislature, one of the largest states in the country, if California was a country, it'd be one of the larger countries in the world, okay? Of population-wise, geographic-wise, the economy, all that's it's a huge, important place for our country. And it's incredibly important because the state's so large and because of its historic problematic policies on policing and mass incarceration, they lead the nation in the total number of people killed by police per year. Californians would argue, hey, that's because we're the largest state, but they also regularly incarcerate the first or second most people per year as well. And it's not just because the state's large. There are many problematic policies and personnel that lead that. 
So there were about a dozen different criminal justice reform policies that should have gotten passed. And in 2020 of all years, they should have gotten passed. And California has a Democratic legislature, Democratic assembly, a Democratic Senate, a Democratic governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general. Most of the major mayors are Democrats. And so there's no reason to stall criminal justice reform legislation. I'm going against my word here, but to get the bad news out of the way, most of the criminal justice reform legislation did not get passed before the deadline of last night, and it should have. All of it should have been passed. It should have been top priority, particularly in, in, this, in the time that we're in right now. It wasn't, and that's, that's just the fact. However, one of the most important bills and a bill that I feel may have been the most important bill uh, was a bill uh, written by uh, Bay Area Assemblyman Ash Carla, great dude, world-class leader, uh, somebody that I campaigned for Bernie with uh, in the Bay Area, but just a brilliant mind, sharp guy, always fighting to change these systems. He helped to write and co-sponsor a bill called the Racial Justice Act. It's going to make every prosecutor's office have racial equity when it comes to justice in their offices. And now, I won't read the whole bill to you, but what the bill does is profound because, as you probably know, um, African Americans are arrested for the same crimes at outrageously disproportionate rates to white Americans. African Americans are convicted at disproportionate rates for the same crimes of to white Americans. They are given exponentially longer sentences. And the Racial Justice Act is now going to make law a requirement that, no, you're going to have to balance all of that. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to make all of that equitable. And either they're going to have to do that by making white people go to jail just as long as black folk, or they're going to have to, which, which they're not going to do or they're going to have to drastically reduce the sentences of black folk and brown folk and other people. The, the purpose is to show that in California that the disparities are built into the system. It's not, it's, not, it's not just because of poverty. It's not just about who commits more crime. No, when you have a white man and a black man who commit the same crime, the black man is more likely to be sentenced, more likely to get more jail time, uh, you know, more, more likely for the entire process to be worse. And it just goes down racial lines. You could even factor in poverty there, a poor white man and a poor black man. You could even, in fact, have a poor white man and a middle class or, or, or a higher income black man, and the disparities will still be there. And the purpose of the Racial Justice Act which passed both houses in California and is now awaiting signature from uh, California's governor, Gavin Newsom. The purpose there is to say, no, 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 that's illegal. You're not allowed to have these racial disparities. And, um, and it's going to force police departments and prosecutors offices to not only defend it, but to eliminate the disparities. And so 
powerful, powerful bill. And, and, and here's what I want to say, and it's, it's my larger message today. We have to focus on policy. We have to focus on passing deep, serious reform policies that measurably, tangibly change these systems, that change police departments, that change prosecutors' offices, that change who runs them, that, change, that changes how they are managed, uh, that changes the policies that govern them. And until we get deep into the weeds, into changing, and this may sound discouraging, but to changing the thousands and thousands of policies that are standing in our way, we're going to continue to have these problems. And um, I'm deeply, deeply encouraged to see the Racial Justice Act passed. Uh, It's a huge, huge deal. Uh, Some of the most important legislation that has passed regarding justice reform, I think, ever. And I, I mean that, like, not facetiously. It's a huge deal. So let's keep on fighting. I need you to get deeply involved in what's happening in your city, in your county, in your state, so you can do the hard work of passing this. Listen, it might not pass in your state, but can it pass in your city? Can it pass in your county? Can you, can you create new policies on your job, at your college, at your workplace? We need the policies that really change the reality for how this country is working. Listen, I've got to run. I've got a crazy busy day, but love and appreciate you and thank all of you. Sorry, who made so many calls for us. Thousands and thousands of you called to help make this bill a reality. Love and appreciate you all. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Quality education activities should not be something only the rich can afford. This is Ray King, here to tell you about an opportunity that your family has to join my family's learning co-op this school year. You may have heard of Parents Forming Learning Pods, where they're hiring teachers to help privately educate a small group of their children this school year. Well, what my husband Sean and I have formed is similar except it's super affordable, available to families all over the world, and will be focused on enrichment classes that will support your child's regular school or homeschool curriculum. Classes like poetry and protest, the civil rights movement, taught by Sean, algebra help, dyeing fabrics with natural products, and so much more. I've designed this co-op to allow all of the children in your household to take as many classes as they want each week for as little as $50 a month. That's less than I pay for one trumpet class for just one of my kids each month. I'm also happy to announce that I've partnered with iRaise Girls and Boys International, a nonprofit serving the Bronx, New York, to offer their families free or nearly free admission to this co-op. But in order to do that, I need as many paying families to join as possible. So your co-op membership not only benefits your family, but supports a family in need as well. 
Finally, a major benefit of co-ops is the community that's built among kids and parents. We're all feeling a little more isolated this year as we're stuck spending way more time in the house than usual. And our kids are missing interaction with their friends from school and their friends from their extracurricular activities. Hands in Co-op will have private chat forms for parents and specialty interest groups for kids. Join our community now at patreon.com slash hands in co-op. The registration deadline is September 7th. So go to patreon.com slash hands in C-O-O-P now to join our learning community.